Welcome to Real Talk with RTPT. Now, thank you for listening and remember to subscribe so you never miss a podcast. Thank you all and remember to follow me on social media on Instagram, Richard Thomas RTPT, and on Facebook, Richard Thomas Personal Training. That's where I tend to put a little bit more content on different things that can help you motivation wise, mindfulness wise, and training wise with different workouts as well. But for now, Here's your episode. Here's what we've been waiting for. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Real Talk with RTPT. So here we go, episode number two. And thank you all for coming back and joining me once again and subscribing along the way. So remember to click that subscribe and you'll never miss another podcast. So there we go. Don't mind that at all. Okay, so today I want to talk a little bit more about creating or setting good positive habits. Um, Habits can be put along the way, whether they are negative or positive, they always have an outcome. And again, that outcome could be positive or negative on your life or on your goals, wherever it may well be. So today we're going to delve a little bit more into habits. And I want to understand there's more about just habits in the fitness world. Habits tend to sculpt our lives. They they kind of form what we tend to do in our day-to-day routine. But what is a habit? So the definition of a habit is to regular and to always practice something on the regular. So so you're always doing it. Uh, It's always hard to give up as well because once this habit has been formed, it's kind of embedded in us. It's it's what we tend to do from day to day, where if you wake up and brush your teeth, there we go. I hope you're brushing your teeth anyway or having a wash. So these these are habits which you do every day that we don't even think about, which I hope you do that is. Um, and habits, like I said, could be good or bad. If you're waking up and you're brushing your teeth, that's good for everyone around you. If not, then it's a bad habit because uh, it's going to have a bad consequence afterwards. But another another example of this, it could be smoking. And I think this is one which I picked out because as smoking, it has so many negative and drawbacks on it. And it's quite a negative habit to have. And it's quite hard to give up. So it's more of an addiction, I suppose. So with the link to smoking, poor nutrition, you can be inactive alongside it as well. And it's quite hard to change and it it does become an addiction, so to speak. But with everything, is anything can become an addiction. It just depends how you use it and what you do with it. But anything can become an addiction. Just bear that in mind, you know, it's not, obviously they say tobacco is what gives it that addiction qualities and that kind of, you need to keep going back for it. But it is sometimes just a habit. And many people say well, as they break breaking along and as they're going through that there's different things like uh, different coping mechanisms, different habits to replace that. So you tend to see a lot of people trying to be fidgety or keep busy or replace a bad habit with a better habit or a little change along the way. So sometimes habits can be positive or they can be negative. And as I said, they tend to have a response afterwards as well, which is either, again, negative or positive. Now, I just want to combine them, and sometimes it's quite mind-blowing for me when I come across people, whether it's uh, people in the general population day-to-day or whether it's my clients, my members, or someone who just drops me a message now and again. And I think sometimes we spend way too much time on the negative habits and the negative stuff around us. We don't really focus on the positive things. And, you know, like I said, they do have a knock-on effect. So if you think about a negative habit, negative things happen, negative... 
then you're going to wake up and think, well, today's another day where it's going to be negative. You'll have a negative knock-on effect. And we want to kind of come away from that as well at the same time. A prime example of this for me, tendency all the time, always tends to happen where you're taking a, a, a negative from a positive situation. And I think just sometimes the way we set up and with anything within our day-to-day lives, it can be a knock-on effect. And we, we need to kind of remove that stigma and remove that because the, the moment you remove that negative thoughts or vibes or whatever you want to call it is the, the, the better, really, and we can move on from there. So a great example for me, which I see all the time, I, I always see this coming up, is you've just gone out, you smashed, say, let's go for your first run. You smashed a 2K run, uh, one-mile run, whatever it may well be. But instead of focusing on a positive day and you've actually got out, you got up with your ass. You're doing something good, which is going to benefit you. Some time to get out, detox, you know, leave your phone in the house, switch off. You're going to improve your health, improve your fitness. You're going to feel a lot better after doing this run. But instead, it tends to be, yeah, but, you know, it was only my first run. I was a little bit slow. It was only one mile. I could have done better. I could have gone faster. But you tend to take a negative from a positive. I think we need to remove that straight away. So instead of, push, I went out, I smashed that run. So good. First run I've done in forever, maybe. First run I've done in a long, long time. But instead of enjoying that moment and that little victory, then it's always a little cloud of doubt. Or, you know, it, it could be like I've lost uh, five pounds. Push. Well done. You lost five pounds. That's awesome. That's, that's really good. You, you've you made steps towards that end goal of losing maybe 10 pounds or um, you just made changes along the way, which is going to benefit your health, others around you. And your appearance, you're gonna feel awesome. You're gonna have raised confidence, self-esteem. You might even be fitting a pair of jeans that you you couldn't fit in pre-lockdown. So during this couple of weeks, where maybe after Christmas, you know we've all got um, our goals in mind. I hope um, we'll come to that on a later subject. But you've lost five pounds. Awesome, well done. But oh, I could have been more. I could do better. You know, I had a birthday in the middle. And then I had some cake, and then I had someone else's cake, and you know it's kind of like a knock effect of where, where where do we stop? But instead of looking at the good things of I lost that five pound, I'm feeling awesome, I'm five pound lighter, which actually means that I can move better, I got less pressure going from my joints, I'm feeling better, and getting those jeans like I said, which you always want to wear, then we we not we focusing on the fact of it could be better. So whether you're creating good habits or not, we need to remember that you know, good and bad habits will always be a part of our life. But our foundations are always set on habits. They're always set on a habit. So whether your habit or addiction, it can be negative or positive, let's try and flip into a positive. Because the more positive things we got in our life, the more positive people we got around us, uh, the, the more positive things which will come out of, of yourself, really. So you know, we're not looking for a, a shift from let's say smoking for example if you've ever smoked uh myself even personally uh consistently anyway apart from the odd night out <laughs> with a couple of beers uh but let's say smoking everyone knows just even if you know smoke or how hard it can be and you've always spoke to someone or you know someone who've, who've smoked and even though there's so many negatives and drawbacks of it it's so hard to give up people just struggle to give up and it's such a hard coping mechanism with it so you're not looking just to go cold turkey and he's looking to implement little strategies, little changes over time, and that will ultimately help you towards your goal of giving something up or replacing it with a better habit. We're not looking for overnight. 
And just remember that, that anything which is worth having, it doesn't come easy. We've got to work for a little bit. And we're not looking for, you know, by tomorrow or the next day or whatever, that we're going to be there. Because we're not, I think, in life in general, we're always looking for that little bit better each day. We're not looking for perfection. We're just looking to be better than what it was a day before. So with myself and with, I got habits myself, and I'll come on to those later on. But even with clients, members, uh, we always set them up myself and leave from the gym, uh, from fitness locker. We tend to set those in place on day one. And I think, like I said earlier on, these are your fundamentals. These are your foundations that underpin our success, really. And by putting those in place, you've got something visually which you can look at. You've got something which you can see, something which you know you're going to be working towards. And like I said, it does underpin it. And these are kind of mini victories, I suppose, and mini little moments of success which are going to add up to that big picture. So if you're not setting these in place, these little habits, these little goals, these little victories, these little rewards, then you're going to you're going to you're going to succeed. You're going to set yourself up for failure. So we need to make sure that we're setting these in place to allow us to have success and not failure. Now habits, they could be daily, they could be weekly. It could be just little little bits along the way which are going to help you. So a daily one could be, for example, a morning routine. It could be getting up at a certain time every single day, regardless of whether it's a day off uh, or you're in work. But obviously, if you, if you want to lay in, you go for it. You have that lay in. You enjoy it. Uh, if you've got children or even a dog, and lucky because they will have you up whatever time it is. They don't care. They've got no alarm. They've got no off switch, and they will have you up. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about your morning routine. So it could be something as simple as, like I said earlier on, waking up, brushing your teeth, getting on with your day. Try and make good habits straight away. So, for example, you might have a shower to set you up for the day. Fresh mind, let's go. You might make a bed just to declutter. You might clear out your workspace, take down the coffee cups you've left up here from the day before and check your surroundings. And that will have a knock-on effect. If you're locked away in a dark room, cluttered with crap, then it's going to be a crap outcome. It's a crap environment. You're only as good as what you're, what you're around or the people you're around. So just remember that one. Eat better. Daily routine, eat better. Don't get up and eat a pack of biscuits because that's going to lead to another pack of biscuits and a pack of crisps. And before we know it, we're having a, a really shit day. Yeah. So we're looking to make little changes like eating better. So instead of waking up, uh, we, might, we might have two biscuits. <laughs> I always love using that to be biscuits because there's... It's like the be-all and end-all. Where do you stop? Where's the cut-off point? So just make a little changes there. Maybe wake up in the morning, have a pint of water, which I tend to do, and that just helps me refocus and get myself back on place. Because remember, we've been sleeping all night, so we've basically been fasting, and we haven't, we dehydrated, we haven't been drinking. You might want to move better. You might wake up every morning. You might do it now. As I'm saying this, you, your goals and habits are different to everyone else. I think that's what we need to understand. You might... Move better by waking up in the morning and getting a stretching. You might do a yoga, some mobility, get out for a walk, whatever it may well be. And we're looking to improve your sleep with little things coming in, like uh, which I give to many people of mine and members and clients, of a digital detox. So after 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., have that cut off. Uh, keep yourself busy by doing little things like reading a book or getting things ready for work the next day or prepping your food. And that'll take your mind off. It just allows you to just kind of slow down and just not scroll aimlessly on Facebook or social media or wherever it may well be, because it is times for that, and that's a nice switch off for some people, but not maybe at 10 p.m. in the evening when you're looking to get to sleep. And drinking more water. Now, your goals might well be different. Obviously, aim for two litres of water a day, I would, as a bare minimum, 
And that's just going to help you think better, recover better, be more switched on, detox your body, because you don't need detox pills that cost a stupid amount. We just need to drink more water, and your body will detox itself. Now, your goals for daily, they might well be different than mine. You might have different things in place, but there's a few examples. Weekly goals could be something like, I'm going to hit two workouts a week this week. No matter what happens, I'm going to nail my two workouts, my two walks, my two runs, wherever it may well be. But how well are you utilizing these goals in your time? So maybe, are you getting your walk in and listening to podcasts at the same time? You might be, well be listening to this whilst in your walk. Bosh, tick in the box. Two birds of one stone. Who said men can multitask? <laughs> so you might well be learning as you're walking. So you're taking two, two of these boxes off at once. You're improving yourself. You're learning. You might well be taking time once a week. And I love this one. This is a really good takeaway, this one. Uh, it might even be a takeaway if you haven't. But this is a good one which I give to many, many of my clients. And I say, look, take time, slow things down, and just take time to sit down as a family meal. Because so many people miss this one, especially now working from home. Where's the cutoff? You know, you're working from home, you're training from home, you're eating from home. So you need that time, I think, just to switch off, get rid of the phones, get them off the table, get the iPads gone. Your child can watch Peppa Pig later on. But for now, <laughs> for now, sit as a family, enjoy that meal. You know, have a, little, have a little chops, have a little talk to each other and kind of understand that that is essential because at some point you're going to miss that and you will always think, you know, well, I wish I spent a bit more time together rather than just rushing, 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 working, 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 running, training. And you just need to slow it down, sit down as a family. And I think that's a great takeaway one day. That's for a weekly one. It might be once a week, just once a week, with obviously working away, you might with different shift patterns, whatever. But I think if you get that in once a week, you will 100% see the benefit of that one. I think you will, as a family, grow from it. Aim for two, three three meals a week. You, if, you might be lucky enough to be doing it now. Another one could just be a bit of self-care, prioritize yourself and have a bath once a week just to switch off, get the bath bomb out. Oh my God, now we go in. And just take that time to yourself. So with all those in mind, a habit could be daily, it could be weekly and plenty of examples there for you. But I just want you to think about yourself. So grab a piece of pen and paper if you can. Uh, use the notes in your phone or your iPad if you've got it with you. And you can just type these down. If you're out walking, or you're driving, obviously please don't do it if you're driving because it could be quite fatal. But <laughs> unless you're really good and skilled, multitasking Lewis Hamilton's out there. But I want you to take some time just to write these down or to put them in the notes in your phone. So grab a pen, grab a paper, and also feel free to pause it in a second if needed. Now, let's start to think about good habits. Let's just start with one. If you want to write down more, you can. But let's not declutter. Let's not overdo it let's declutter it down just to one just one good habit start it today even start it tomorrow forever just one daily habit think of one habit daily pause me if needed and then you can resume and start again so write that down one habit you can do today got it yeah so that habit it could be just as simple as waking up in the morning and making the bed that sets you up to declutter the space around you it could be drinking more water it could be moving better, doing that uh, mobility every morning for five minutes as you've been laid down all night. So one habit there written down, bosh, there's one good thing. If you want to write down two, three, even better, but just write them down. Because as soon as we see it, as soon as you go in front of us, it makes it worthwhile. It's tangible. We can now view that. We can actually see it. It's not just imagine the back of our mind. We can see it in front of us. Saving your notes wherever. 
Another one, I want to do one weekly habit, just the one weekly. If you want to do more weekly, you can. This could be something like eating, eating as a family together, sitting down, having a chops, having a chill. It could be doing a workout once a week, whatever you may want, want to do. So write that one down. Again, pause me if needed. So we now got one weekly habit and one daily habit in place. Now studies have shown, for example, Rob Holland and others, he showed that new habits that are formed, written down and planned, they stay kept for two months afterwards. I know it was only two months, but that's that's good that's good habit set in place there, and you're continuing that for two months afterwards. Now, for example, with myself, uh, you know, these habits sometimes they tend to come and go. Habits might well stay in place forever from your onwards. You might be thinking, oh my god, Rich, why did I not sit down as a family and eat together before? This is like ridiculous. Why did I not leave my phone on the side and switch off and chill? I'm now going to do this as a practice every single day. This is me. This is me. So, for example, that with habits, they tend to come and go. So in the past, before my 6 a.m. clients, I used to go and wake up a little bit earlier. I'd have my cup of tea, wherever it be, and then I'd stretch before my clients. And some of the boys or whatever used to look at me, oh, here he is again. Here he is stretching. Stretch his nuts off. Here he is. Here's that guy. <laughs> and I think sometimes, you know, other people, they won't see the benefit of it, and, but you will see the benefit. And after a while, you might see them stretching their nuts off in the morning. But... Obviously, at the moment, no 6 a.m. clients with gyms being closed or whatever. I am gaining on a few extra hours sleep, and that's quite nice to do while I can because normally I tend to sleep about five hours, get in the gym in the morning, set the time myself and train. But that's another one, and I'm hoping that I will pick that up again. I'm not getting up that early and stretch and get my mobility in, but I'm now do, being a little bit more active and getting the walks in and doing yoga, just looking after myself, looking after my body. But one thing I have kept is drinking more water, per day and being active and just taking some time to slow it down and think about myself. But also, um, like I said, you know, the, the main outcome of this is that habits will come and go. Some may stay, but I might feel down the line once gyms reopen. I may pick that habit back up and I might, well, get in earlier, have a stretch. You know, it just sets you up for the day, just doing the right things. So anyhow, you got your habits written down. You got one, at least one. If you got more, even better. Yes. Uh, and you got one weekly as well. Share it. If you want, get on social media. Tag someone and tag your friend with it. Get them involved with you. Because the more people that know, the more people will help you along your journey as well. They'll encourage you. You know, they're going to give a pat on the back. Well done. But, you, you know, no one's ever going to say, oh, well, that's terrible. That's stupid. Well, they might well do. But then that's because they, 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 they don't really understand your journey. They're not doing it yourself. But also, they're a bit of a dick. So get them out of your life. Remove them because they, they don't understand what's going on here. They don't know why you're doing it. They don't know why you're waking up in the morning to stretch and get a little bit more mobile because end of the day, it's going to make you more active. It's creating good habits. You're going to be sat in an office chair all day. So at least you've loosened your body up after being laid down all night. So, you know, laid down, sat in a chair or sat in a car drain to work. And also alongside that, you, you're stopping yourself from being more acceptable to injury. You keep yourself freely moving. You're working through your core, which if you've got children, you can pick them up. You can run after them. You know, you can play without getting out of breath and be a little bit mobile without doing your back in. And I think this is the other thing with it, which I'm trying to bring up on other podcasts, is understanding your purpose, your why is your wants. Why do you get up in the morning to stretch your nets off or whatever it may well be? It's because you, the underpins a main reason. And I think the sooner you understand why you do these, 
is the better understanding you'll have of why you need to stick to them. So, you know, whether it's for your health, because you want to live a little bit longer, or wherever it may well be. So for me, another one, you know, I get my to-dos in, I write those down, and every week I gotta tick them off. I gotta go, I gotta get those boxes green, I gotta tick them off, I gotta stripe them off where it may well be. And this might be the same for you. So just understanding that these habits, these goals that you've written down is for you. Yeah. Focus on you, no distractions. Because as soon as you do something for you, it makes it a lot more worthwhile. You gotta understand that sometimes and not feeling guilty about it, that, you know, if if you got a young children where it may be and you're spending half hour on yourself to have that bath, to have that workout, to have that walk or, or whatever your goal may well be, that that's the reason why, because it's something for you. So, you know, you sat down on social media, you're not doing that workout because you, don't, you can't be asked, you don't want to. Well, you know, get up, go go to your workout area. If you've got a garage, if you're lucky, if you've got a, a spare room, get to that workout area. Just get stretches, get moving. Get dancing, get some music on, whatever it may well be. And straight away, this, the physiological changes start happening. You know, your heart rate will start going up. You'll start getting warm. you start getting switched on. You'll be happy. You'll be motivated. And you'll be ready to train. So just like that, just by creating a habit of setting some time for yourself, for example, to work out, go into your workout area. You know, just chuck, chuck the TV on. Well, you chuck the TV off. A good program's on. You've had it. If uh, Phil and Ollie are on the TV, you add it. You can sit down and have team biscuits. But... You know, set set that in place. Get some music on. Stretch, move. If you've got a bike, if you've got a rower, jump on it. Just start warming up. And I guarantee that after five minutes, you'll do your workout. You're not going to get up and go back in the house and flip the kettle back on because you're ready. You're in that frame of mind. You're switching on. So creating good habits where there's to, you know, just set some time for yourself or go out and just start training. Just start to get ready for it and nail it. So just remember that one, that bad habits will still be there. But all these will start to outpower and outgrow the, the negative habits. If we start to get better habits, better things in place, rather than replacing them with more negative habits, then, you know, we're going to be on the wrong end of this. But in time, these bad habits will be outweighed by good habits. That's what we're looking for here. You know, as I said, we're not looking for perfection. We just don't be better than the day before. You will have shitty days. Understand that that happens to everyone. Shit happens. You know, you might be set. Okay, this is me. This is my time. Rich, I went to the garage. I got on the rower. And then I had to go to a work meeting or the children can run or wherever it will be. But understand that sometimes shit happens and that's fine. But try to take a positive from it that, you know, you did go to that space. You did start to, to, to get those habits in place. It might happen tomorrow. It might happen later on. But, you know, in time, it, it will take time, but it will start coming together. And good things do take time. Good things don't come easy. Just remember that. You know, we're not looking to do one habit and wake up tomorrow with a six-pack. Where I mean, you, you don't go to the gym and do one session. Some people do think this, I know, man. That you don't go to the gym and do one session, wake up tomorrow, bosh, nailed it. Don't need the gym anymore. There we go. You don't go for one run. I think, right, I'm ready for a marathon now. You know, especially men with these habits, you're not looking to, let's say, for example, um, wake up in the morning and have that stretch and then be able to touch your toes and have flexibility. Because over time, you know, it'll start to come. So just remember that, like I said earlier on, bit by bit, we just look for it to be better tomorrow than what it was yesterday. And it's as simple as that. You know, I think just setting little habits, little goals to little little rewards along the way, just these little milestones, then they will allow you to keep pushing forward and keep being better than what it was yesterday. So just remember the habits that 
you're always looking to be better. There's always going to be negative habits in place, but we're looking to outweigh those. We're looking to be better and do the right things and set these in place. So remember, you've written these habits down. They're down. They're written for us. One, one daily, one weekly. And they are now our go-tos. Yeah? So you've written those down. If you're walking or whatever, that's fine. That's cool. Get home. Write them down. Just make sure that you've gone written down. Make sure you can see them. Look at them daily. You know, don't understand and lose track of why we're doing them. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to be out for a walk and keep them mobile and keep my fitness up. But why am I doing it? Oh, yeah, because I want to have an impact on my health. I want to be able to live that a little bit longer, be at less risk of diseases and having a heart attack. And then when we see my children grow up. So these are, and I know it's a bit extreme, but that is the reason it underpins it. Some people come to me and say, yeah, I want to go on a holiday. Yeah, but why do you want to go on a holiday? Why do you want to look at it? Oh, well, actually, you know, a couple of years back, so-and-so, so-and-so, he had this problem, and I don't want to be going down that road. Seems so. Dig deeper. Dig deeper. Understand that these good habits need to be formed to stop bad things happening, just to allow their benefit to move forward. It's going to help your health, your body, your mind, and it's going to keep us switched on. And like I said, you know, your your, your end goal of being fitter, being better, whatever it may be. It might be a year down the line. It might be six months down the line. You might be getting married in well, twenty twenty five. But by the way, he's going. But you might be getting married in a couple of weeks. So along that road, you are going to have birthdays. You are going to have little celebrations. You will be having chocolates. And now and again, you'll have the odd takeaway. But it's understanding you need to reset, get back on board. And these good habits will keep that in place. So even though you didn't have a chance to train, most people beat themselves up with that. I don't mind because I've had a walk-in. I've hit my 10,000 steps a day. You know, I've, I've had better. Um, I've moved better. So so still, even on my bad days, I'm still being better than what I was the day before and keeping these habits to keep me in check. And I think that's what we need to be looking for. And that is the takeaway message here, guys, is that good habits will always outweigh bad habits and they'll always have a good outcome. So like I said, you know, just get to that space. See, see what works good for you. I remember each person is different. So don't ask someone else, oh, what's your habits? What's your goals? Because your goal will be different to someone else's. So understand that. So one habit per day, one habit per week. That you're going to do, start today, start tomorrow. Drink a bit more water. Instead of having 10 coffees, have five. I'm not saying to cut coffees out. But you know, it's going to allow you to sleep. Maybe have a co- coffee or caffeine cut off at 2 o'clock. And then that's going to allow you to chill out a bit more in the night. Your phone's out the way. And straight away, you think, no, I'm actually sleeping better. So by doing those two steps, You've actually aided your sleep, which is another thing which you didn't even write down. So it all starts to come together, and you know every little helps, and it all starts to come along. And bosh, before we know it, the little things add up to big things, and that's what we're looking for. So there we go. Create good habits. Create good habits is going to put you in step to move forward. These are your foundations. These are the things that underlie what we do, why we do it every single day. And remember, just be better than what you was yesterday. In time. It'll all add, add up and it will get there. And like I said, even on the bad shit days, you're still going to get good stuff done. And that's what it's all about, just getting it done. Okay? There we go. So, episode two. Thank you all for joining me. As always, if you've got any questions on any of this or you're struggling or you want to know a bit more on how to set habits or how to adhere to them or what they could be or what it could mean to you, drop me a message. Reach out to me on you or on Instagram, Richard Thomas RTPT or on Facebook, Richard Thomas Personal Training. And I'm always more than happy to help, whether it be creating good habits or any advice there, or just anything in general. But uh, 
yeah, there we go. Habits. They can be good or bad, but we're going to create good ones and we will outweigh the negatives and be better bit by bit. We will get there. We will get there. So thank you all for tuning in and thank you for coming along and staying with me for episode two. Episode three is going to be dropping soon as well. We're on fire. So well done you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and as always, drop me a message and I hope we're all good and I hope that helped you in some way. So thank you very much. Share it on, get involved and thank you. Bye-bye. RTPT Real Talk, out. Thank you for listening to Real Talk with RTPT. Subscribe for more. Enjoy!